Okay, hello. Welcome to the All Facts No Cap podcast, where I'm your host, Horace Ricard. And today's topic of the podcast will be my 2021 NFL mock draft. And this, and I actually have really many topics to go through, but I'm just going to go on this one because I was working on this a lot. So, and this is probably just my first one. And the first one and many stuff can happen so i'll probably do different ones different ones here and there like after free agency which will happen and yes so for the number one overall pick the jacksonville jaguars select trevor lawrence qb from clemson so there's not much to say about this because trevor lawrence is the best college quarterback since andrew luck and He's 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 gonna go number one. It's just a fact that Urban Meyer came to now coach the Jacksonville Jaguars, and yeah, so Trent Trevor Lawrence is a once in a generational talent. So you're gonna so Urban Meyer. This will definitely be like the perfect time for Urban Meyer to come up, and he did. So now Trevor Lawrence will go number one to the Jacksonville Jaguars. So number two, second overall pick, the New Jersey the New York Jets. The New York Jets select Zach Wilson, QB from BYU. So I personally think the Jets can keep Darnold and try him for just one more year because he's still on a rookie contract. But this draft pick will probably be for another quarterback because it seems that the Jets will probably trade Darnold and move on from him and find another franchise QB in Zach Wilson. But they have they have a lot of picks in this draft. They can really use they can they have they have a lot of picks to rebuild their O-line, they can use a lot of their picks to get offensive weapons, they can use to help the secondary, they can use to help the front seven, and it's really complicated. They could go with Panay Sewell, but, but then they'll all have, they'll all probably have the top five pick next year and draft like another franchise piece from that, but next year they'll probably have, if they select Zach Wilson, Next year, they'll have an experienced Zach Wilson and try to build town around him. So, number three. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention this one thing. There's no trades. I'm not doing any trades for this. I'm not doing any trades for this because it's going to be unfair and I don't really know whatever team. I know what teams will want to trade up, but but we don't know what's going to happen later. So, I'm just going to do no trades for now. I'll probably do a draft where there will be trades, but not right now. So it's just not just for the first episode. So now, so number three, the Miami Dolphins select Jamar Chase, wide receiver from LSU. Whenever you see this draft pick and other mock drafts, it's either Chase or Sewell. It could go either way. The Dolphins have many picks, like the Jets, to fit many of their needs. And I think they would probably trade this pick to get a lot of draft capital because they still haven't made the playoffs and they've done well in the draft. So they would want picks. And it's a deep O-line class, so I don't think they're going to go with Sewell. And a prospect like Jamar Chase is different than the rest of the receivers. Like, this is one of the most talented receivers. And he had a season like Devontae Smith had this year, but at 19 years old. And the Dolphins need weapons and for Tua because they they said they're going to stick with Tua. And the Dolphins, uh, like I said, I think they will just get a, dra- trade this to get more draft capital. But if they keep this pick, it'll probably be selecting Jamar Chase from LSU. So number four, the Atlanta Falcons select Justin Fields from Ohio State. 
the Falcons are a really unique team in a unique situation because you know, we don't know if they're going to move on from Matt Ryan. Will they trade down from the draft? But I think I think if they were to stay at this number four spot, I think the best option is to draft Justin Fields. And they can do many things with him. They can make him develop with Matt Ryan as a mentor. And since Fields has the potential to be the best QB from this draft class, and I think with a little, a little mentoring from a former MVP can help him proceed. After Matt Ryan, they'll have a developed quarterback where they can build their future talent around. And the Falcons have a talented receiving core. They still have Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley. They have Hayden Hurst, a veteran tight end. They, and any rookie quarterback would want a talented receiving core like that. And if just, it, is, it will be the best situation for Justin Fields as he has a mentor in Matt Ryan. And, and yeah, this will all probably be a good situation for the Falcons because they'll probably find their franchise QB that they can develop under Matt Ryan. So number five, the Cincinnati Bengals select Penny Sewell from Oregon, Oregon State. So the Bengals have, have a good receiving core, and I think protecting Joel Burrow should be their main priority. And Penny Sewell is, is definitely going to go top five. He's going to either go to the Dolphins or Bengals. So, Burrow, Burrow had a very bad old line. I think it's good to just build that. And I think they should just draft Pene Sewell. So, moving on, moving on to the sixth overall pick, the Philadelphia Eagles select Kyle Pitts from Florida. The Eagles could go for a quarterback, but I think it's kind of stupid for them because they traded Carson Wentz. And when they traded Carson Wentz, it shows that they want to commit to Jalen Hurts. And I think they should try him for one season because if they draft another quarterback, it would mess it would mess with Hurts' mentality, just like what happened to Carson once last year when Jalen Hurts got drafted. And I think they just need more weapons because for the past few years they've been bad at, at drafting offensive weapons. They took Jalen Rieger over Justin Jefferson, and they took I forgot they took I forgot his name, uh, not Nelson Aguilar. I, I don't remember. I forgot his name. Travis Fogg, I don't remember, but it took a receiver over DK Metcalf, Terry McLaurin, and AJ Brown. I think they just need a good, I just think they need a better weapon, offensive weapon, and the Eagles are very skeptical of not drafting one. So it is best for them to just get an offensive weapon for Jalen Hurts, try him for at least a year, and Kyle Pitts is probably the most athletic offensive weapon in the draft. And he's a tight end, but he also could be a wide receiver. Like he plays like that. And Zach Ertz will probably be gone, so might as well fill in that void for Zach Ertz with Kyle Pitts. Number seven, the Detroit Lions select Jalen Waddle, wide receiver from Alabama. The Lions traded their franchise quarterback in Matthew Stafford and now have a cute quarterback in Jared Goff. I think they'll be committed to Jalen Goff, Jared Goff for like the end of his contract. Maybe trade him. Excuse me. They could go for an offensive line or defense, but I think they should get a receiver like Jalen Waddle because he is a very solid and speedy offensive weapon. He can play in the slot. If they tag Kenny Galladay, this will be a really good receiving core for Jared Goff. And if Jalen Waddle becomes one of the best wide receivers in this draft class, this could be a deadly one as Kenny Galladay is a very physical receiver, and to pair him with a speedy slot receiver in Jalen Waddle, it can be very dangerous. The eighth pick, the Carolina Panthers select Trey Lance from North Dakota. 
So if the Texans, I, I think the, te- the Texans were able to, I think the Texans will keep Deshaun Watson, wait for the best offer, maybe. Maybe I think they'll just keep him. And I just think Carolina will probably use this pick for Trey Lance. I think Trey Lance is actually probably the best quarterback in the draft, apart from Trevor Lawrence. Because he's the most dynamic, as he's the best runner, he can truck defenders, and he has a great throwing arm. The only problem about him is if he does not fit into his frame, because, yeah, that he has injury issues. So then he would not be, like, a reliable quarterback. But since he needs to learn how to maintain his body from not getting any major hits as he runs, he can develop for one year under Teddy Bridgewater because he's a really good rental quarterback to have. And I think if a defense fully develops, I think he can be the best quarterback in the class. Best quarterback in the class apart from Lawrence. And I think he will, he could be better than Fields and Wilson. So, number nine. So, number nine, the ninth, ninth pick, the Denver Broncos select Micah Parsons from Penn State. So, Micah Parsons is a perfect defensive weapon for the Broncos. I think if the Broncos need to rebuild their defense, since they might lose Von Miller to free agency, they could go edge rusher, but Micah Parsons is a linebacker that can work well in the blitz, and he can be used in coverage as he has pretty good coverage skills. And since they need, since they're in a division with Patrick Mahomes, and maybe if, I don't know, maybe if the, and the Chargers will be getting better and the Raiders may be getting better as well, they need they need to build defense. They need to build their defense, and Parsons is very versatile, and so he can fill the void that of Vaughn Miller being gone for the Denver Broncos. So the tenth pick, the tenth pick, the Dallas Cowboys select Patrick Sertan, corner cornerback from Alabama. So I think Patrick Sertan is actually the best corner in the draft because he's very physical and he's very versatile as well. They lost Byron Jones a year ago and Trevon Diggs, and they have Trevon Diggs, and, but ha- and, and their corner depth is more, are all free agents, so they have Trevon Diggs, and then you know, when they draft Sertan, it can reunite him with Diggs, and they can have a promising secondary with Diggs and Sertan. Sertan is a very physical, if Sertan, I said for Sertan is very physical, and he can defend the short side of the field, and his size and length can disrupt disrupt the quick throws to the perimeter as well as like it condenses the space he has to turn for coverage and he's mostly played man coverage and was what the cowboys i think mostly need okay so the now the 11th pick i think the new york giants select Devontae smith wide receiver from alabama i personally think that daniel jones isn't good i don't really think he's good but the giants need to get daniel jones some weapons this may not. This may be his final year as a Giant, and they do not know and do not. They do not have any good offensive weapons for him. And drafting one is a must. And Devonte Smith is a Heisman winner, wide receiver. He may. I think the Giants should take a, to- a chance on him. He's a Heisman winner. And yeah, his size may be the issue, but if they if they need Danny Dimes weapons, then Devonte Smith is available. At the number eleventh pick, I think they should. I think they should take that. Okay, so the twelfth pick, the San Francisco 49ers select Caleb Farley from Virginia Tech. The San Francisco 49 49ers probably might trade up the draft to get a quarterback, probably for Justin Fields. But since I'm not doing any trades, 
I think if they stay with the 12th pick, they'll probably draft a corner as Sherman and most of their defensive back depth will be gone in free agency, and they do not have quite have a lot of cap space for them. Caleb Farley, and Caleb Farley, Farley, Caleb Farley, for a lot of people, is considered the best corner in the draft. Farley is familiar with the wide receiver position, and he started. He actually started off as a receiver in college, and then he became a corner. And he flourished well as being a corner. Farley brings a blend of physical traits to to the table in terms of his size, length, quickness, fluidity, and athleticism, and he pairs with except exceptional man coverage skill. And since they need a replacement for Sherman or any other corners, I think Caleb Farley can fill that void. So the sixth, the thirteenth pick, my bad, thirteenth pick. The Los Angeles Chargers select Rashawn Slater, offensive tackle from Northwestern. So the Los Angeles Chargers take a tackle as I think they're moving it towards the direction of protecting the franchise quarterback and Justin Herbert. They have a solid defense and they have a good offensive weapon, so I think they should just now build their offensive line. So the 14th pick, the Minnesota Vikings select Christian Barmore, interior defensive Interior defensive line from Virginia Tech. So the Minnesota Vikings could go with tackle, and but defense was the void this year. But next year they're with, they they'll get Neil Hunter back. Anthony Barr will be back. The secondary will now be more experienced. I think they should build more of that defense as the offense was actually one of the best last year, and they do not have any key free agents on offense. So. They need more help on the interior defensive line. And Christian Barmore is a very low talent and athletic pass rusher, and he can. And the Vikings can be real contenders for the division if they just have have another athletic pass rusher in the interior defensive line. And having Daniel Hunter and Barr, they'll they'll be a good defensive team next year. And so I think the, the best situation for them is to get Christian Barmore. So. The 15th pick, the New England Patriots select Mac Jones, quarterback from Alabama. I, I just really think New England is desperate in the quarterback. They might just take a veteran. They might draft an offensive weapon here. I don't really know, but I just think Mac Jones will go higher in the draft than people think he will go, actually turn out to be. And, and I don't, I just really don't know. I just have a feeling Mac Jones will be in a quarter to be taken by the New England Patriots because he was a quarterback that led his team to a championship to to the championship and can throw an accurate ball I just think Belichick will want to draft him and New England is in desperate of a quarterback and since with Lawrence I mean not Field, yeah Lawrence Fields Lance Wilson gone I think Mac Jones will just fall rightly to them So the 16th pick, the Arizona Cardinals select Quiddy Pay at edge from Michigan. This is honestly a confusing pick because the Cardinals can really go with many options. Patrick Peterson would probably be gone free agency. They might draft a replacement for him. They could go O-line as Kyler Murray if he had. They need to protect Kyler Murray because if he takes one wrong hit to hit that tiny body of his, he's probably going to have a career-ending injury. But I I'm, I just go with Quiddy Pay because Chandler Jones might not be a long-term solution. 
and they need help on the defensive line where pass rushers are an every down problem and the Cardinals are also in a division with now Matthew Stafford Russell Wilson if he stays and Jimmy Garoppolo so they need to build they need dominant athletic pass rushers to give them some trouble so the 17th pick the Las Vegas Raiders select Gregory Rousseau edge rusher from the University of Miami so the Raiders really only need a dominant pass rusher and they need athletes on the defensive line and Gregory Rousseau is a has could actually be a top five pick has the potential to be a top five pick and the Raiders need to get an edge rusher who was actually and he was actually considered a, the greatest prospect an edge rush prospect not too long ago is I think with good defensive coaching, I think Rousseau can be a problem in this league, and I think the Raiders should just jump on the chance to get him because they need they need athletic pass rushers if they need to. And same with the Broncos, they're in a division with Patrick Mahomes, the, the Los Angeles Chargers, and the Denver Broncos probably also get better this year. They need to build more on that defense for the Las Vegas Raiders. So, number 18, the Miami Dolphins select Jeremiah Owusu Koromoa, left linebacker from Notre Dame. The Dolphins, they could go with a, a offensive lineman here, but since they have so many picks, they can use they can look to find that elsewhere. But I think they should take JOK as they need a blitz-oriented coverage linebacker, and the Dolphins mainly run a 4-3, and JOK will be an impactful defender and can be used as a 4-3 wheel linebacker as he's really good at coverage. He's really good at coverage. Like he's that's probably the best best uh, uh aspect of his game. So yeah, now moving on, the Washington football team select Kadarius Tony, wide receiver from the University of Florida. Kadarius Tony is probably the most fun to watch receiver as he's yeah, he's the most electrifying receiver in this slot receiver in this draft class. The Washington may go with receivers and free agency, as I think they'll probably go after like Allen Robinson, Chris Godwin, uh, Kenny Galladay. Yeah, it's a deep receiving class free agency. But I think they can use their money to upgrade other positions, such as build their own line. Maybe can work on the secondary. Who knows, man? I think though they can take Kadarius Tony to give more offensive weapons for. Heineke if they if they're gonna try him or take a veteran quarterback or if they take a veteran quarterback they they'll have good weapons as they already have Terry McLaurin and uh, I don't know I don't know a lot of their weapons but they take Canarius Tony I think I think this is a really good pick for them they could not go for him but I just I think Canarius Tony is good is good for them because of his because of how electrifying he is so number twenty, so the twentieth pick, Chicago Bears select Christian Derisaw, offensive tackle from Virginia Tech. I think the Chicago Bears will trade for a veteran quarterback or maybe Sam Darnold. They need to upgrade since they're probably aiming for a quarterback, they need to upgrade on the offensive line because they need to protect that quarterback. But how they could draft a receiver because Rob Allen Robinson will probably leave, and there is, but I think it is better, 
personally, just to just get a better offensive line first and to get better offensive weapons. Because offensive line is, of course, more important than, than just offensive weapons. But yeah, I think they can just build. Wait. Excuse me. Okay, so, yeah, so I think it's just better to get an a offensive tackle to build that O-line rather than, rather than just to get another offensive weapon, which they could probably aim for a huge free agent. Then maybe they can tag Allen Robinson. He stays, but I highly doubt that will happen. But this, but Kirsten Derrissaw is actually probably one of the best tackles in the draft. And if he improves on his overall power, on his overall power, because he is really good at run blocking. So if he improves a bit of his pass, pass, pass blocking, I think he can be, I think he can be the best tackle in this draft class. So number, the 21st pick, the Indianapolis Colts select Rashad Bateman, wide receiver from Minnesota. So, I'm actually a Colts fan, and the Indianapolis Colts traded for Carson Wentz, so the QB issue is solved. They're gonna give, they're gonna try Carson Wentz, and they need to get Carson Wentz more offensive weapons. Like I, I really like Michael Pittman Jr. I really like Paris Campbell, Jack Doyle, really good. Maybe they'll go after a free agent. Who knows? Maybe they go after like a Corey Davis, Kenny Galladay, because. That there's probably no chance of them getting Allen Robinson and Chris Godwin. But so what I normally think is the I just think they should just draft another offensive weapon as they could as they could address the corner their cornerback issue and edge rushing in free agency. And maybe their left tackle. They could probably take a left tackle, but I think they'll probably just trade down the draft, but since there's no trades here I think they'll just. I think they should just take Rashad Bateman if he just fall if he falls down to them because Rashad Bateman I think is probably the best receiver in this draft class. And yes, I actually believe it. I actually believe he's the best receiver in this draft class. I think I'm not gonna say he is Justin Jefferson, but he probably is the Jefferson of this draft class. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But when I watch his tape, he there's no weakness to his game. He has a really great release. And what and Wentz needs receivers that have high catch radiuses. And his separation skills are insane. They're insane. So I think Rashad Bateman will be a perfect receiver for Carson Wentz, as Michael Pittman Jr. can be that. But now if they have Rashad Bateman, Carson Wentz, and Michael Port Michael Pittman Jr. That can be a pretty and Jonathan Taylor, that amazing running running backfield, that's a pretty young young team that's a pretty young and upcoming team so and since the, yeah they could go tackle but they would probably address their free agency or maybe just look for it in the second round because the deep tackle class okay so 22nd pick the tennessee titans select sees ojulari edge rushing edge rusher from no oh, sorry i don't really know what's happening to me today this is just my first podcast so trust me the other ones will be a lot better, but this is just the first one. It's my first mock draft ever. This is just why I, I'm probably going to dig more research into this for other mock drafts, but, but this is just my first one. So 22nd pick, the Tennessee Titans select Aziz Ojulari, edge rusher from University of Georgia. The Titans, the Titans got bullied in the pass rush. 
they need to upgrade they need to upgrade that like if they if they stay at number 22 maybe trade up trade down who knows they need the first thing that comes to mind is they need a pass rush if you just watch the titans and aziz ojulari i think is the perfect dominant edge because he's very physical at the line of scrimmage and he knows how do he, he knows how to get around blockers he's I think the addition of Aziz Oshilari can be a huge difference for the Titans. And number 23, so pick 23, the New York Jets select J.C. Horn, cornerback from South Carolina. The Jets need help on that secondary. Their front seven isn't actually too bad, but I, I just think they need more help on the secondary, as since they have so many picks, they can probably just address that later on, but if J.C. Horn is available at number 23, he's one of the most athletic corners as the size, length, and physicality show show up in the coverage, and he's ultra-competitive like at the catch point. He really has good ball skills. He has a problem with his tackling form and playing off-man coverage, but I think with Sala as the head coach, with Robert Sala as the head coach, he can, he can work with him. He can probably... He can probably make him a quality starter in the NFL. He can probably work on his weaknesses. However, with Robert Sala, I think the Jets' defense will just get way much, much, much better. Okay, so 24 pick. The Pittsburgh Steelers select Tevin Jenkins, offensive tackle from Oklahoma State. I never really put much thought into this pick because I just think... The, the Steelers might lose their tackle in free agency, and it is best to get a replacement for that. But I just think the Steelers would just mainly go for... It was the, they might go for a running back, but it's the first round. Like, why the hell would you take a running back in the first round? That just sounds stupid to me. But Tevin Jenkins, I think, would just give them more offensive line depth. Maybe it can help them in the run game. Who knows? But yeah, so I'm just going to move on to number 25. So 25 pick, the Jacksonville Jaguars select Trevon Mulrig, safety from TCU. So Jaguars need help on the secondary. Their defense was, the I think, the worst in the league. But I think they 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 just need help on that secondary. And... Morrig is the highest ranked safety in that in the draft. Oh, excuse me. Morrig is the highest safety, highest ranked safety in the draft. They they need help on the secondary. So not too much with this pick. Number twenty six. So twenty sixth pick, the Cleveland Browns select Nick Bolton, linebacker from University of Missouri. The Browns need help on the linebacker position as they were the twenty third ranked defense, and they need to find a linebacker that can attack gaps, be explosive, stay physical. And I think Bolton is the safest option for that as he's really the most all around, best all-around linebacker in this, apart from Parsons, but in this draft apart from Parsons. But yeah, I think I just think they, they just need help on their front seven. They could maybe go another, they could maybe help as secondary, but yeah, they just need more help on that front seven as they have a power, a good power rusher, Miles Garrett. They can need another linebacker that can, you that can be explosive and attack gaps and be physical. And yeah, Bolton is the best option for that. So the twenty seventh pick, 
the Baltimore Ravens select Jalen Phillips, edge rusher from the University of Miami. Jalen Phillips can go higher in the draft. He can definitely go higher on the, the draft. He was once a five-star recruit, but based on his injury history, he will definitely fall a bit. Fall a bit. And I think the Ravens should, should just take a chance on him. They need more aggression in the pass rush, and having Calais Campbell will probably not be a long-term solution. And Phillips isn't a, and Phillips can easily fill that void if, for, and be a long-term solution, as he's a really good playmaker against the run and pass, where his his size, length, power, technique, and athleticism may make him will make him a threat for offensive, and he can definitely he and. He does have injury history, yes, but I think maybe you can not, you, maybe you can develop him under Clay's Campbell, and Clay's Campbell can be just there for the veteran presence. But yeah, since the Baltimore Ravens just need more edge rushing power, I think Jalen Phillips would be prob, prob, probably fit for that. So 28th pick, the New Orleans Saints select Asante Samuel Jr., cornerback, from Florida State. So the Saints are really in a tough situation. They have, I think, like over 70 million for caps. Over negative $70 million over the cap. Man, I'm so bad at use of words, but yeah, they have $70 million over the cap. And that's that's really bad. That's just I don't know how the hell they're gonna recover from that. But they need help on their secondary as it hasn't been consistent this year. And sometimes they get bullied in the passing game because they don't really have a corner that can play in the slot in man coverage. And they don't really have aggressive tacklers in the run defense. So I just think the... Sorry, again, the same thing happened. Okay, again, I just think, yeah, since they need to upgrade... Their secondary, I think Asante Samuel Jr. will be fine for them. As I don't even know what they're probably just going to go for the best available player in the draft, and Asante Samuel Jr. is probably that. So, 29th pick, the Green Bay Packers select Zavian Collins. I don't know how to say Zavian, Zavian Collins from linebacker from Tulsa. So, I'm not gonna, I'm not really gonna talk about it much for like the rest of the tra- draft picks, but. The Packers defense, they just need to upgrade that defense. Their offense was fine. I just think they just, they definitely need to upgrade that defense. Maybe draft another corner because, but since Asante Samuel Jr. is gone, I don't know who else they're going to take. They need another defensive piece and they need someone that can help Zadarius Smith and Kenny Clark in the pass rush. So yeah, Zayman Collins probably be best for that because he, he can shoot through gaps. Like if you leave a little space, he'll just shoot through it. And when I saw some of this film, it was insane. He has amazing speed. The 30th open pick, the boss, the Buff, Buffalo Bills select Aaliyah Vera Tucker, offensive line from USC. The Bills need O-line depth, and sometimes Josh, I think Josh Allen is, needs a, a better blindsided tackle. And Aaliyah Vera Tucker is probably the most talented offensive line prospect because he can play guard and the tackle. So, like, if you can ask him to play guard, he can do it. If you ask him to play tackle, he can do it. So, the Kansas City Chiefs, with their 31st pick, the Kansas City Chiefs select Wyatt Davis, guard from Ohio State. 
we all saw in the Super Bowl that the old line showed showed the the old line just was really bad. It was really bad. It wasn't even it was not even it was just terrible. It was just terrible. They definitely need O line depth. And they're at the 31st pick, so it's not like it's anything of value. They're probably just going to take a guard. They're probably just going to take a guard, which which Wyatt Davis was really good. He was, was probably the best prospect, guard prospect in this draft. So I'm not going to go too much into this. But yeah, I think they just select another offensive line. And the 32nd pick, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers select Jason Oway, edge rusher from Penn State. I, they won the Super Bowl, but I don't really care much about this pick. Like, they'll probably lose Shaq Barrett, which I think he probably will be franchise tag. But then Chris Godwin's also there. So they could go wide receiver. But who really cares, man? They won the Super Bowl. Why? So, like, they get better, they get better. They get worse, they get worse. It's going to be a lot harder for them to repeat. So, this is almost the end of the podcast. I'm just going to re- recap the picks. And I'm just going to recap the draft order. And, yeah, so woke. So this is the first ever one. If, if it probably isn't as good as it is, but hopefully I'll get better at that. Hopefully I'll get better at planning. Hopefully I'll get better at everything else. Hopefully I'll get better at everything else. And, yeah, so there's not much to say about this, Josie. Thanks for listening. Josie, I'm just going to call, say the trap order, and then I'm going to end it here. So, the Jacksonville, okay, so the first overall pick, Jacksonville Jaguars select Trevor Lawrence. Second second pick, the New York Jets select Zach Wilson. Third pick, Dolphins select Jamar Chase. Fourth pick, Atlanta Falcons select Justin Fields. Fifth pick, Cincinnati Bengals select Penny Sewell. Sixth pick, Philadelphia Eagles select Kyle Pitts. Seventh pick, Detroit Lions select Jalen Waddell. Eighth pick, the Carolina Panthers select Trey Lance. Ninth pick, Denver Broncos select Mike Parsons. Tenth pick, Dallas Cowboys select Patrick Sertan. Eleventh pick, New York Giants select Devontae Smith. Twelfth pick, San Francisco 49ers select Caleb Farley. 13th pick, Los Angeles Chargers select Sean Slater. 14th pick, Minnesota Vikings select Christian Barmore. 15th pick, New England Patriots select Mac Jones. 16th pick, Arizona Cardinals select Quiddy Pay. 17th pick, Las Vegas Raiders select Gregory Rousseau. 18th pick, Miami Dolphins select Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa. 19th pick, the football team selects Kadarius Toney. 20th pick, the Bears select Christian Derisaw. 21st pick, the Indianapolis Colts select Rashad Bateman. 22nd pick, the Tennessee Titans select Aziz Ojulari. The 23rd pick, the New York Jets select J.C. Horn. The 24th pick, the Pittsburgh Steelers select Tevin Jenkins. 25th pick, Jacksonville Jaguars select Trevon Mulrig. The 26th pick, the Cleveland Browns select Nick Bolton. The 27th pick, the Baltimore Ravens select Jalen Phillips. 28th pick, the Saints select Asante Samuel Jr. The 29th pick, the Green Bay Packers select Damian Collins. The 30th pick, the Buffalo Bills select Aliyah Vera Tucker. 31st pick, Kansas City Chiefs select Wyatt Davis. The 32nd pick, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers select Jason Hoy. 
this is All Facts No Cap Podcast, the very first episode, and this is my 2021 NFL mock draft post post Super Bowl before free agency. So, thanks for listening, and and yeah, just thanks for listening. And this is just my first one. Hopefully, I'll get better soon as time goes on, and I'll probably be better at speaking too. So, and as always, All Facts No Cap.